The 475th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at GameTime.co and use promo code CFBX for $20 off. That's GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. Ho, ho, ho again, DeGenerinos. And welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, we don't take Christmas off. Uh, this one's going out to everyone listening to us on this holiday. Uh, we are here at Christmas, Christmas morning. Gummy and I just got done opening presents and uh, with the kids. And here we are. Talk about Octagon, the main card of Octagon. Gummy's still wearing what he wore over a week ago when we did uh, episode 472, I think that would have been then. Uh, we definitely did not do four episodes in a row because we could not, Gumby could not stand four episodes of me. That would be like two hours of me setting him up and, and trying to get him to laugh at jokes like this one for instance before we uh, recorded here gumby told me to uh, go and grab my cord so i think that i don't know if it's a euphemism or what but that's what he said thought i'd let everyone know that um, let's bring him in i keep mentioning <laughs> merry christmas gumby did you have a good christmas uh yeah sure yeah i, I like i like how you're gonna it's had a good to, christmas you're gonna try to push this guys when like you're not you even just, playing along with me if dude. you put the episodes back to back you'd see you wearing the same shirt me wearing the same shirt that's true there's I a window not, that's not weird though i don't change too often there's a there's a window right here and it's just slowly gotten darker and darker over yeah. the episodes it's true. Yeah. It's true. You you're you're not it wouldn't be very good at improv. You're supposed to yes and me. I'm setting you up for things and you're you're I'm uh, not a I'm not a yes man. You know this. You're not, it's true. That's <laughs> why we like Gumby. He's not a yes man. And this Santa hat is not getting any uh looser on my head and now it's starting to get itchy, <laughs> itchy but I'm I have to ride it out till the end of the episode. So um we're doing Octagon part two today. Yesterday we did part one. It had some names, actually names I even knew, like Mallory Martin, for instance. So this is a pretty solid Octagon card. Uh, we're doing the main card today. More names that even a casual like me uh, know. So um, definitely a solid Octagon card. Is this a normal Octagon card or is this a uh, uh, is this a more stacked one for end of year holiday, that type of thing? I don't think it's necessarily more stacked. Uh, although I will say one of the fights, uh, I don't know if you know this, the middleweight title fight is mm-hmm. uh, the, the the actual champ dropped off this card. Um, so okay, this yeah. is kind of a makeshift one. It would have been a little bit better with that one as the main event. Um, yeah. Because originally I think the middleweight title fight was the main event in the, uh, the tip changer um, tournament finals. Cause that's why it's called tip changer. Uh, the yeah. tip changer tournament finals between Velikovic and Mikolaitis, uh, I re- believe was originally the co-main, but that, that still makes this a pretty stat card with like an interim title fight that a Carlos Vermola fight that, I mean, like that's already pretty much what Octagon has come to give you. It's not like extra stacked, uh, for an end of the year card, but it's, it's, I mean, the usual goodness of Octagon. Yep. Um, and as you all can see, Santa did not bring me a better webcam because I'm still I'm looking looking <laughs> at us on here. Gummy is crystal clear, and I'm still in, in a fog, which is probably probably for the best. Uh, it is in a fog. Um, I asked my wife if I should record one without a hat on, and she's like, "Well, it's a whole lot of bald." But if, if you want to expose <laughs> that, go ahead. I'm like, "Whoa, that's rough." It's a whole lot of bald. 
I have a hat on. Nonetheless, I'm, I I'm gray. Oh. I'm not bald. So I got that going for me. I, I got both, but I also have 15 years on you. So you just yeah, wait. That'll do it. <laughs> Octagon 51 tips sport game changer final. So the main event is actually a tournament final. I, I didn't catch that when I was. Oh, yeah. I see the little the million dollar one. little bracket. It's what? It's a million dollar one. For or a real. Hundred thousand dollar one. Oh, now I'm gonna misquote <laughs> it, and it also might be in Euro. Now I'm now I'm out over my skis again. I don't you are again, know what I'm boy. About. <laughs> I count on you to know these things. Maybe the intern can look it up at some point before we I get there. I know they have the like intent. a big graphic that they post on their social media all the time about how it's like a big uh, prize, and it's Obviously definitely it's in not... it's definitely in pounds. <laughs> it's not... Pounds? They use they don't use pounds in the Czech Republic, do they? Are they not on the? The euro or euro? I meant euro. euro yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like wow, what an American, eh? I'm sorry for everyone listening in all these other countries that listen to us. Ugly American doesn't know the currency. I think they use euros. I'm checking. Um, it's in a million euro final. Karuna. They use the Karuna, but maybe maybe they use the euro as well. Who knows? Yeah. Oh no, it says maybe it is the other currency. It's a Karuna means crown, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It says. Uh, it looks like. Three, $300,000 euro? $300,000 euros are given away? Yeah, in the, the oh main event God. of that tournament. So, All right. Let me, let me see. How much is a euro going for right now? I'm checking. This is, I know this is this is good uh, good podcasting. I want to say radio, but this is definitely not radio. Uh, 300000 No one will put us on radio. That's actually 438000 Canadian dollars, Gumby. So that, that's an all right payday. It's, yeah. Uh, more than Michaelitis was making in the UFC, that's for sure. So yeah, and and Vlikovic, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, so that's like yeah, three hundred twenty-eight thousand American for for you uh, Americans listening in. Um, I don't mean that derisively, you Americans, but I mean all all y'all y'all Americans listening. <laughs> um, so before we crack into it, maybe I should tell you about uh, Underdog Fantasy, and then we can uh, get going with the picks for the main card center fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball college football mma those on youtube will see the mma graphic just popped up uh they got it all simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash in gumby get in get your magic eight ball out or your crystal ball and tell us uh, an underdog pick uh almost a week in advance from when we're recording this so you guys will get this in your ears before the uh, the nighttime games for Christmas in the NBA. Uh, you know the stars come out for those NBA games on Christmas. They like to they show do. out and, and make a big one. So let's go with uh, Luka Doncic higher than on his points. Uh, he's just going to absolutely light up uh, my, my co-host's sons. <laughs> what, what do you think it'll be set at? Probably low 30s? Yeah, I bet you it, it might even come in at like thirty-four and a point five or thirty-five point five. Uh, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna go for like 43, 44. Woo! Look at this! Look at this guy! All right, there you go. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over an Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to hundred bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, let's get cracking on this event. Hey, before we get cracking on the actual yes, fights, can I ask you if you know about uh, Octagon's mascot? Oh, they have a mascot? Do you not uh, know that? I, I, I'll, I'll be, I'm going to look it up. Uh, it would be more exciting if it was Japan because they have like um, 
like a cup of uh, noodle soup in those. Remember the noodle soup guy? The new the noodle soup guy might not be as good as is right. Gogi the Gogi the fighting monkey. Gogi, <laughs> oh there he is. Awesome. Yeah, he yeah it's like good. a monkey in full MMA gear, and he's always yeah. in the cage when they like read decisions and stuff like that. If Does you're he listening. Fight? He doesn't actually fight, except for maybe like he seems to like square off with the ring girls sometimes, um, as one uh, would do. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, if you're you're listening to this or watching this because we're not able to give you the picture here on on YouTube, go ahead and look up Gogi the monkey for Octagon's Gogi? mascot. He's a, is he's it G O G I? It's G O G I. Yeah. All right. I want to give a the... yeah shout shout out to uh, oh no now I'm gonna forget his his specific name. Uh, one of my. One of my guys on Twitter filled me in on his name, uh, who said it's a despite the fact that it's a scan or a, a Czech Republic organization, yep. it is a Georgian name for the monkey. Uh, oh, really? My, my Georgian friend uh, Georgi Kokashvili, uh, who is like the, there's a the, Georgian name as well. Yeah, he's the he's like the top Georgian MMA guy. The dude rules. Uh, if you need info on Georgian MMA, follow Georgi. Well, there there you go. Um, all right, should we get cracking? Let's get cracking yeah, on this. We should. So we can get back and play with all our, our presents that Santa brought us. Uh, Jan Surdu versus Stefano Paterno is the uh, opener on the main card. Surdu is from Moldova. That's why I didn't recognize that flag. He's Moldovan versus uh, Paterno, who is from Italy, I believe. Yes, Italy. All right, let's break her down. This would be a three, five minute rounds at welterweight. Uh, Paterno. Didn't they used to have a statue of him at Penn State? Yeah. Guy? <laughs> hey. Wasn't there like a big to-do about that? Or we're talking about a different guy. I think this might be a different guy. Okay. I think think that All guy's right. real uh, dead. <laughs> All right. This guy's definitely not dead. Or uh, hopefully he's not by the time. If, if he's dead by the time this episode drops, then we're going to look like fools. But hopefully he is not. Uh, Paterno's 15-4-1. Nine knockouts, three submissions. Never been finished in a fight. He owes us some finishes, some quick fights. Uh, this is his, his octagon debut. He's won two straight and three of five. Last fight, he won via TKO. That was back in October 2022. He has multiple region championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash store. Get the shirt I'm wearing right now, for instance, that I've worn for four straight episodes for some reason. Uh, one-on-one in Bellator, Cage Warriors champion. So he's got some good high-level experience here. 2012 Pro MMA debut. Yet the bookies, they're not impressed with your resume. Paternal plus 164, and they're going to take down your statue. Uh, Surdu, Dracul is the nickname. Do you know what that means in Romanian? Because nope. apparently Moldovians speak Romanian. Nope. <laughs> you would probably, I didn't hear what you said. I'm guessing you probably guessed Dracula, right? I just said no. I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, you should have, you should have guessed Dracula. I would have said no. It means the devil. Um, so we got the devil. Um, some people thought Paterno was the devil, but nope, Surdu is the devil. Uh, I'm gonna keep dry, I'm gonna drag this into the ground. I'm gonna grind it into the ground. Uh, Surdu is 14 and 5, 10 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once, two and one in octagon. He's won two straight fights and three of five. Won his last fight via TKO. Multiple region championships on his mantle. Correct, get the shirt, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash store. Uh, we finally got some multi-regional championships. I haven't said that for a while. Uh, two inches of height on Paterno minus two twenty. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go favorite out the gate. I'm gonna buck my trend of uh, the prelims here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Surdu. I I think um the thing for me again in, in this fight, I just think 
the hand speed uh, is going to be the difference maker here. Paterno kind of, kind of seems like he's lost a step in his last few fights where he looks like he's, he's slowing down. He's getting hit more. And Serdu is, I mean, he's blistering fast. He's really, really, really fast. Sometimes too fast for his own good. He almost like punches himself off balance, which does give me a little hesitation here because Paterno could, he, he could certainly shoot takedowns and wind up winning a decision there. I just think he can't sustain that enough. And and with the the athleticism of Serdu and his ability to get back up, even if he did get taken down, I don't think it would be for any kind of sustained amount of time. I, I think Serdu is going to piece him up on the feet. I think he's a rightful favorite here. Negative 220 seems kind of about right. Maybe he's like a parlay piece, but uh, yeah, I, I like Serdu here. That's so not Gumby. Last episode, he went crazy with the dogs. If you haven't listened yet, make sure you get that in your ear holes too before. Um, I didn't tell you when this is happening uh, for people who didn't listen yesterday. This is Friday, December 29th, 12 p.m. Eastern is the start time for the prelims. It's on zone and it's coming to us from the O2 Arena in Prague, Czech Republic. And it's Otscon 51 tip sport game changer final. All right, now we are all set. Uh, we go to a light heavyweight fight, three five-minute rounds. Daniel Skavor from Czech Republic versus Martin Zawada from Germany. Um, Zawada, King Kong is the nickname, 29-18-1. He's had a few fights, this man. He's got 18 knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out four times, submitted twice. He is 0-2 in Octagon as part of a three-fight losing streak, and he's only won one of his last five. He's not won a fight since May of 2019. He's got multiple championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash store. A lot of mantles today. A lot of mantles. He used to fight at heavyweight. 2003 was his pro MMA debut. So we're talking 20 years uh, on the scene. He's 1-0 as a pro boxer. He's at plus 225. Skavor. DD is the nickname. D-E-E-D-E-E. Uh, I think that was one of the Ramones. So I don't think this. I don't think he was in the Ramones. But who's to say? Uh, he's 6-3. and three. Four knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice, so he's been finishing all his losses. This man owes us rounds, damn it. <laughs> Five and three in Octagon. One and two over his last three. He did win his last fight via submission. Six years younger than Zawada. Five inches taller, minus 275. Are we going chalky again? Yeah, we're going to stay chalky here with Skavor. Uh, Zawada, I, I mean, like, I, I said it in the last fight, guy who seemed to leave lost a step in Paterno. Zawada's lost three steps. I think Ooh, that's um, a lot of steps. And, yeah. And his, his age, he's also, I told you I'm off short Kings. Uh, I'm not picking short Kings anymore. He's kind of a short King. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not, not picking him. Uh, and, and also like, you know, in, in the last episode, I talked about people who are a little bit, actually, no, we're talking to like two or three episodes. When we were talking about the Samurai Fight House episode, I was talking about how sometimes when you're shorter, that plays into your advantage in the clinch or if you're shooting takedowns and, and like, he's not actually very good at those things either. Um, and in addition to that, we've got a guy who uses like a lot of step in kicks in like step knees um, in score. And I think if if we're talking about a guy who's short and has trouble closing the distance and now he has to deal with somebody throwing push kicks at him or like jumping sidekicks and, you know, teeps and stuff like that. It, I mean, it's going to be damn near impossible for him to get close without like taking a whole bunch to the ribs and getting really tired in the process. So I'm not not like super excited about score, especially as you know, light heavyweights, kind of one of those divisions that can be fluky. Um, but I think the fact that he keeps the distance here should make it so that that fluke can't come to fruition against Zawada. All right, there you go. Skavor is the pick. All right, here's um, next fight name you may be familiar with. Carlos Vemola 
from the Czech Republic versus Samuel Kristofik, uh from, he's not from the Czech Republic. I think he may be from Slovak Republic, if I remember. Yes, I'm getting good with my flags. He's from the Slovak Republic. This is a catchweight fight, three five-minute rounds at 195 pounds. So we're right between um, light heavyweight and and uh, middleweight. All right, we're going to tell you about Crystal Fick first. Pirat, P-I-R-A-T is the nickname. Can you take a wild guess what that can mean? No. <laughs> Pirate. Come on, Gumby. Oh. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense, man. I, I think Gummy's getting tired. Uh, all this fight breaking down. I, I think his brain's getting tired. All right, Christovic, sixteen and six, four knockouts, five submissions, ten and five in octagon. He's won two. Uh, sorry, he's lost two straight. He wishes he's won two straight. He's lost two straight. And only won one of his last four. He lost the last fight via TKO. Hundred. He used usually fights at middleweight. He also participates in left way. The, you're allowed to headbutt there, which is cool. Uh, four years younger than Vamola, plus 460. Vamola, the Terminator, 36 and 7. Nine knockouts, 19 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted three times, 11 and 2 in octagon. He is their, their current light heavyweight champion. He's won two straight and nine of 10. Won his last fight via TKO. He's a regional champion as well. He fights, uh, he usually fights at light heavyweight, but he has fought at middleweight as well. He went two and four in the UFC. Way back in the olden days, 2008 Pro MMA debut, minus 800 for Carlos Vamola. You know what? I'm surprised he's still around and he's actually been doing good recently. Yeah, you know, he was, I was at one of his like uh, only UFC fights. He fought in uh, New Jersey on the Nate Diaz versus Jim Miller headlined card uh, that I was at way back in the day. Um, and he won by rear naked choke, I think, in the first round. Uh, but anyway, uh, Vamola is a favorite here for a reason. Number one, he throws bombs. <laughs> um, his last fight was it seven seconds? His last fight, I don't have the, the doc open right now. Uh, uh Vamola, we're talking about, yeah. I think Vamola won his last fight in like seven internal, seconds. internal check. He just throws big haymakers, he's a big, strong dude. And I, I know you mentioned Christovic, uh, usually fights at middleweight. Two fights ago, he actually fought Alex Lahore, uh, down at, at welterweight. He, he regularly can make 170. And he's fighting Vamola, who the dude is just blown up since leaving the UFC. Like, I I'm really surprised he's going to make 195 because this dude looks like a 205er all the time now. So we're basically watching a welterweight fight a light heavyweight. And that they're like, why don't we meet in the middle? You lose 10 pounds and I'll gain 35. You know, like, it's, <laughs> it's like, That's a, fair. yeah, it's a wild move. And like, I, I just think the power is going to be too much for Christopher. I, I don't think. You know, I, I don't think his speed plays up high enough to really think of that about it. I don't think, you know, he's got like a particularly strong gas tank. Uh, I, you know, that's probably his best avenue to winning this is to just make Vamola work. But like, how much is he going to make him work in the cage being a guy who's roughly 30 pounds lighter than his opponent? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Vamola here. Not particularly tempted even on the big dog money. All right, Vamola. It's weird how... Uh... A lot of times when fighters leave the UFC, all of a sudden they get really big and muscular, right? Weird. How <laughs> that works. I didn't say it. You did. No, I'm just. I'm not. I'm just saying it's weird. <laughs> you, you have. You can agree it's weird. It, it does happen though. Uh, strange. Um, except for right. except so, for Overeem, who's weirdly skinny now. Have you noticed that? Who? 
Overeem is like weirdly like vegan oh, yeah. and skinny. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah he, he, he's not. Uh, he's vegan. You said. I'm pretty sure he's vegan now. Yeah. Uh, I am vegan and I am not skinny, so it's very easy <laughs> not to be not to be skinny when you're vegan. There's plenty of junk food. So he's so I, he's I think, doing both. <laughs> yes. I, I I think he's probably eating uh, healthy. Um, but yeah, no more horse meat. I think no more meat at all. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think I. Like it, I, I huh. I'm and, and he's real real thin now too. Yeah. Oh, I know. I saw that. So yeah, it must be um it must have been the horse meat that made him so big, right? <laughs> it must have been. Yeah. See, I said it again, not Gumby. Gumby's afraid. Um he ha- actually has to interview some of these people sometimes. So you gotta be careful what you say, right? I I yeah, that yeah, I try to be <laughs> I try to be diplomatic, you know. He's true. It is true. All right, let's go to the main event it is for the Octagon interim main middleweight championship. Mm. Oh, I guess. Uh, so you're just saying there are two main events? It, oh, sorry. The co-main event. It's oh, yeah. it's for okay. the interim middleweight championship. Uh, because champ Patrick Kinkle, is that how you say it? Kinsel, Kinkle, had to, had to step out. Yeah, he, he injured his knee. He got a I, I, I want to say he injured his knee. Yeah. Uh, so we got Vlasto Seppo versus Piotr Warzigniak. Uh, I he's the one who's taking this fight on short notice. Uh, Seppo was already uh, scheduled to fight uh, for the champ. So we got um, Czech Republic, I believe. No, Slovak Republic for Seppo versus Poland for Wawrzyniak. I struggle with my Polish well, pronunciation. Well, it's Wawrzyniak. Wawrzyniak. Yeah, it's easier than and, I made. And it, it's right? actually and it's actually Chepo. Chepo. Chepo, which makes sense when I tell you his nickname. All right. Rosink, I already messed it up. Well, say it again. Well, Rizniak. It's such an easy name. <laughs> well, Rizniak is 11 and five with seven knockouts. He's been submitted twice. This is his debut. He's stepping right in short notice into a interim title fight. He's won four straight fights and five of seven. Two straight wins have come via finish. He's not lost since October 2019. Was a regional champion. 2011 pro MMA debut plus 163. Chepo, El Chapo is the nickname. Low-hanging fruit. Uh, 12 and 2, 8 knockouts, 4 submissions. We've finished everyone, and he's been finished in every fight uh, except one. He's been submitted once. He owes his rounds. 4 and 1 in Octagon. He's won 4 straight and 8 of 9. He's fed at welterweight. 4 years younger than his opponent, 2 inches taller. He also has some pro boxing experience. Minus 225 for Chepo. I'm finally going to get on the board here on the main card with a dog. I'm going to take Wisniak. Uh I think... Uh, you know, Chepo, you, you can't doubt this dude's power. It's incredible. Like when he turns people's lights off, he like really turns people's lights off. And I think that's the only reason people were super excited about seeing him in a title fight. Cause I think he would have gotten outclassed by Kinkle. Uh, But I, I, I think the punching power was always kind of, you know, imminent. I think he's a favorite here against Warizniak because Warizniak is coming in on short notice, but I don't think Warizniak is worse. Uh, I actually think he's a little bit better when you're talking about well-rounded. He has got some big slam takedowns. Uh, if he gets you in the clinch and he gets in on your legs, dude, he is going to f- send you for a ride. I really like that about him. I like his clinch knees. He like throws knees in the clinch to hurt people. Um, I like his positioning when he grapples. He's he's really good there. And Chepo is, again, he's a guy who, who's got big power in his hands. And he's technical too. I'm not just saying he's like a, a power puncher and nothing else. But I will say, like, he has some issues with being taken down. In his last fight, he was stunning his opponent on the feet. 
um, was clearly about to take the guy out. The guy shot a desperation double and it was just like on top immediately. Like there was no defense to it. And against a guy like Wisniak, who is, I mean, he's going to be looking for that takedown and he is super powerful when doing so. I think he's going to get takedown surprisingly easy. So I, I like Wisniak here. You're just doing that because you want to say his name. You want to rub it in my face or Wisniak. <laughs> just gonna... a little, does a little piece of you die every time I don't like have to struggle with it? To be yes, fair, what Wisniak. To, to be fair, I'm I'm like a good portion of of my uh, ancestry is Polish, so you can. You, oh yes, you I can blame that. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's I know plenty of Polish people. I should be able to uh, to say it, but nope, I can't. Um, or Rizniak. I, I want your other co-host to to say some of these. <laughs> I've been actually doing pretty good in the past. What four episodes? I uh, haven't butchered too many names. So no, you've been good. I don't know if, if we lucked out with with uh, easy names or maybe I'm just. Um, getting so much better at this uh, in my old age who's to say uh, i am good at ad reads and i'm going to tell you about game time right now before we get to the main event of the evening um all the money that gummy's helping you win here you can spend it at uh at uh, game time to get some tickets last don't worry if it's last minute um game time's the spot for that it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason you get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snagging tickets without the stress with Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. If you're listening this Christmas morning, maybe you haven't gone to family Christmas yet, you can a couple clicks and you can buy tickets for uh, a family member. And there you go. And, and they'll, they'll think that you did this months in advance, but really it was just minutes in advance. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame bets win bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay ID and a Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate. For any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. We're almost done. We're almost at the finish line. We're going to the main event. This is not just any main event. It's the Tip Sport Game Changer Final. Right, Gumby? That's right whatever any of that means it was a tournament at welterweight correct yeah they're doing a lightweight one this year coming up which <laughs> okay, is going to cool. be pretty damn good and it's got um makwan amir khani in it oh we know him um and this isn't for a belt or a title shot it's just for car uh, cold hard cash right bingo bingo the best thing all right a couple of names you may recognize boyan velaskovic from is he a Slovakian as well or a Czech? No, Serbia. Oh, boy. I could be getting in trouble here. He's from Serbia. He's Serbian steel, of course. Andres Mikolaitis from Greece. Like I said, a couple of names you may know. And I Chapo is also Serbian. Boy, I'm going to get in trouble. I think I said he was Slovakian as well. He is Serbian as well. So uh, hopefully Gumby will edit that because he does a lot of editing to these episodes, obviously, uh, before they, they hit your ear holes. All right. Velek Kovic, Serbian steel, as I said. He's 24, 12, and 2. Eight knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out twice, so very durable fighter. Six and two in octagon. He's won three straight and four of five. Two of those have come via finish. Two, three, and one in the UFC. 
one four and one in PFL, all one in the Ultimate Fighter. Multiple Reach Championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Used to fight at middleweight. 2010 Pro MMA debut. An inch of reach over Michaelitis plus 127. I just realized our Christmas Eve episode. I Did I say mantle at all there? Maybe I didn't because I could have done like the whole oh, you uh, done. night before yeah. Christmas thing. I didn't say any mantles there. So, okay. I was thinking I missed an opportunity, but no, I didn't. Uh, Michaelitis, the Spartan. 16 to 6, 7 knockouts, 6 submissions. He's been knocked out five times, three and zero in octagon. That's part of a three fight winning streak, and he's gone four and two over his last six. Two straight have come via finish. He went one and three in the UFC, zero one in Bellator. Used fight at middleweight, regional champion, two thousand nine pro MMA debut, minus one thirty five. Uh, I'm gonna go, and this one's basically a coin toss for me. Uh, when you look at how these guys have kind of rebounded after going to the UFC, you know, Vicky Vic b- bounced around for a little bit before he eventually found his feet here. But like they both have looked really good as of late and look like they've fixed a bunch of things. I think it's a coin flip, which in the first sense makes me always lean to the dog. Um, you know, if you think it's a 50 50 fight and you can get plus 127 on one side, that's how you generate value. So I'm leaning to Velikovic. I will also say the thing I like about Velikovic just a little bit better than Michaelitis. I mean, I do like his hands a little bit better. I, I shouldn't say the only thing I like better on him. I, I do think Velikovic is just like a little bit more polished there. Um, and possibly has a little bit more knockout power, although both of them can kind of get the job done there. I just kind of like his wrestling a little bit better, um, both because of what we've seen from his wrestling in occasional fights, like when he needs it or when it's not working, you know, the striking's not working for him, but also just because of his wrestling background. The fact that he works with um, Easton MMA out in Colorado uh, and, and works with like Neil Magny and stuff like that, like I just know he's got good wrestling training behind him, whereas I don't you know, and I'm not, not trying to throw shade at Michaelitis's gym, but like, I just don't know that as much about Michaelitis. So, uh, you know, it's already a toss up. I maybe favor Velikovic just a little bit on the hands. And then the fact that I have a little bit more faith in what his grappling side has, uh, even though we haven't seen very much of it, I, I think you got to go Velikovic as a dog here. All right, there you go. We finished things off with a dog for you on Christmas. All right, let's recap and you can get back to your festivities. Velikovic. Uh, well, Rince, <laughs> again, well, I'm better at it now. I, I must say myself, if I do say so myself, Wisniak, Vamola, Skavor, and Surdu. Did I get them all? Yeah, sounds good. And Gogi, the fighting monkey as well. <laughs> Can't forget about him. Don't forget about the monkey. All right. Thank you for spending your Christmas listening to us or, uh, Hanukkah or what else is coming up? Uh, something starts um, tomorrow. Gumby, what starts on 26th? Um, boxing day. No, it's boxing day in Canada, but yeah, <laughs> there's another holiday. I'm forgetting it. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa starts tomorrow. So happy Kwanzaa. If anyone celebrates Kwanzaa, uh, that's listening to us. We have worldwide listeners. So people are celebrating everything. Festivus, whatever you're celebrating. Thanks for spending the episode with us. Um, now get back. Now, Talk to your family, okay? Stop, stop, uh, take the earbuds out, talk to your family. Um, or get in the Discord, talk to us there. We're at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. If you're bored with your family, with your Mima, uh, with your axe throwing Mima, come on in and talk to us <laughs> in the uh, in the Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord or Twitter, SGPN MMA. Uh, Gumby runs that for us. He's at Gumby Reeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer there and on Instagram. Gumby's got Top Turtle MMA podcast. I won't tell you who's on it because. 
Do you know who's on it? This far, it's actually. I, it's, I actually think it, there's going to be a rare dark week for TTP. Oh, uh, yeah. I tell people every week, and now you're making me look yeah. like a fool. It doesn't happen very often, but I think there's going to no. be a holiday week this year. All right, there you go. Gumby deserves a week off. Um, usually, it's every week. You got the top turtle in your ears without me, but you can get more of me uh, at moneyimma.made.substack.com, and you can get more of me at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. More Gumby there too. Our articles are there pretty much daily. One of us will have an article up at the very least and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to help us crush corporate gambling. All right, Gumby, on this Christmas day, get us out of here. I'm David Gumby Freeland. He's Jeff Gogi, the monkey fox, and we will see you on Wednesday.